This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, awesome show today. Uh, you're going to love it. Tonight, I'm at Valley Forge Casino uh, outside of Philadelphia with Mike Cannon. Come on out. Also, we talk about a guy who's getting dominated in conversation and a girl who's in a relationship but doesn't want to lead guys on. Check it out. Enjoy. Coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side, San York Labs. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every week. I say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you for sending me your Snapchats. I'm JTrain56. I love when you send me your snaps of you listening and where you're listening and how you're listening and who you're listening with. Keep on spreading the word. It literally butters my beans every time you guys send me a snap or a dm i'm jared freed on instagram i'm loving instagram lately people get on board at jared freed on instagram i'm loving instagram get on board follow me there um but i i I gotta say podcast keeps growing it's because of you guys you tell a friend and you gotta keep doing it you gotta keep saying to people Keep the buzz alive. Keep telling a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a sister, a brother, a mom, a papa, anybody. Papa JT is here singing sweet nothings into your ears. And I'm very excited about today's guest. It's there, there's people that I, I, you know, I, our last guest, Noah Savage, it took too long. This took too long for us. Uh, Chris Lambert, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me, man. It's a pleasure. I'm, I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I'm a fan of yours. You're so funny. Uh, thank you. Love watching you on stage, and it's, it's, it's too long coming. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, we, we, because I, I feel like we know each other, but we don't know each other like, like we should. Yeah, you know? I agree with that. I mean, we met at a show so long ago. Uh, it's kind of like my first time. You, you do stand up in the city long enough. You're like, oh, these are all the people doing stand up. Yeah. And then we did a show. I think it was like, was it Jersey? Could be. It was like some random theater. It was a long time ago. And it was actually really busy. And there was like a green room and everything. I think oh like it was Che's show. Oh, shit. Uh, uh, and it was at a theater, like a little tiny theater in this like small town. Do you remember what it I'm talking about? It was in West Orange, New Jersey. And it was... Uh, it was like a train ride away. L- Luna Stage. It's in West Orange, New Jersey, because it's like an equity theater house. Like, they do, like, hardcore plays. Okay. And then Che used to have a monthly there. That's what it was. Yeah. And he was, it was a long time ago. It was like, yeah. And I remember it was one of those moments where you forget, like... And I, I say this with any profession. You know, like, you get when you get in your zone of whatever you're doing with work, whatever, mm-hmm. you get convinced 
that whatever is around you is the only thing around is the only thing that is ever happening. <laughs> That's true. Do you know? Yeah, you, like, very you, true. You're like I used to work selling life insurance, and people would talk to you like that was the only way to make a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, like it was like crazy that people did anything else to make money. Right. And then you leave that, you're like, oh no, there's a guy who makes you know a software engineer who's doing well. There's a lawyer doing well. There's the this you know like there's sure. everything that you use the the, the cup salesman. Is yeah. doing well. The, you know, I'm pointing to a coffee cup that I'm drinking. At. You know, like so. There's a million ways. Whatever you do, there's successful people at what you're doing. Correct. So, yeah. But it's interesting because when I remember we went to West Orange and then you were on the show, mm-hmm. never met before, and then you fucking crush it. Oh, and, and I'm like, where did this guy come? And I'm like, oh my god, there's people everywhere doing this. Yeah, it's like <laughs> they do comedy <laughs> in New Jersey. Yeah, they do. But I, you know what I mean? Like, you're, I know like what you, you mean. go to open mics yeah. for like a year and you get caught with the same people at the open mic. Then you're like. Wait, Chris Lambert is out there killing it. It's it's weird because it's it's like, like killing it in obscurity. Yeah. <laughs> it's like um it's weird because when I start like I live in New Jersey, so mm. I live in Hackensack and it's a tra- it's a, a min- minutes away from the city. Yeah. But then in some ways it's worlds apart to some yes. people. Like it's like you live here, but it's like I'm they're like sometimes they'll say, "Oh, do my show, man. Next time you're in town, like dude, I'm always in town." <laughs> I, yeah. Like I started here. Like I started uh at the now defunct uh comics. Okay, uh, yeah. And I started at like doing Ochi's Lounge, doing mm-hmm. the mics and then just took it from there, but uh it I always tell like comics in New Jersey like yo you it's not that it's not far yeah go you come come to the city yeah come and you should and New New York comics should, should you know go to go to Jersey of course and but it's it's but it's just so interesting even in Jer- you're like oh that's Jersey scene yeah you know you hear about like people moving here from Cincinnati there's a scene there you, there's just scenes everywhere with yeah. people that are really fucking good yeah like I'm kind of like in the middle like I feel like I feel like I'm a New York comic yeah. Because I started here, most of the shows that I do are here, and to me, it's like a treat when I get to do something in Jersey. Because I'll I'll go like maybe it's like fifteen twenty minutes away, yeah, half an hour away, and then I can park. <laughs> <laughs> I have parking, yeah, and it's like you can I always say like you can like I can follow my dream into the city, yeah, and then I can go home. And yeah, it's like a little more, it's a little more serenity. I mean, I just moved to Harlem and I did a show like five blocks away. Okay, and, and I was like, oh, this is great. I yeah. can I can drink and then stumble home without like a whole Uber ride. Yeah, <laughs> you know, or like taking the train all night. It's a different. It's yeah. It's it's different. I think I think you just have to kind of make yourself open to the possibilities. Because I I was I was doing a a thing like I was doing a shoot last week, mm. and there was this guy who's he lives in Long. He said I live in Long Island, but I would come down and do auditions. But it's New York, and every time I come in. It's just like you realize they don't want it as much as you do. Yeah, or yeah. they're not as obsessed. Yeah. Or maybe most of their life is together. Yeah. Where they don't and have to. And they're just like, this is just a fun thing that I do. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, but Yeah, and, and then you meet. But I just remember meeting you and being like, oh, how did I not know who you, you know what I mean? Like you just meet people and then you're like, oh, that's just another guy doing it, killing it, has great material. Thanks, so man. All you guys should go follow Chris on Twitter, Instagram, at Chris Lamberth. At Chris Lamberth on Twitter and Instagram. Um, he also has a podcast, the Mundane Festival Podcast. Explain it to the listeners because I know people are always looking for more podcasts. It's a podcast where it's just, a, it's it's me. Like I, I started initially to just to, because I always like doing people's podcasts. Yeah. So maybe I should do, do one myself. So like 2013, I got my income tax return. And instead of buying sneakers like a black guy, <laughs> what? <laughs> I bought a, no, that's fucked up. I did buy some sneakers with that money, yeah. but but they were more. They were a little cheaper. Yeah, yeah. Were, you just but, went... 
Yeah, there was like some Cortezes. But instead, <laughs> let me get on, let me get on the point. I bought a Zoom uh, recorder. Got it. And I started just doing it, and uh, it, it's been and I never stopped. It was yeah. just something I wanted to see if I could do it by myself, so I wouldn't always have to chase guests or rely. Yeah. So I kind of started like in the same vein as like a Bill Burr. Bill Burr does his yeah. by himself. Verzi, Paul Verzi. And my one of my buddies, Maranzio Vance, comedian out of L.A. So I just kind of wanted to start with that bass and this to see how it, it felt, and it felt pretty good. And then I just have guests on, and I just try to, uh, you know, we talk about like I have comics, writers, musicians, mm. and we just talk about stuff and their career and current events, and it's it's fun. It's it, it's been fun for me, so I, I want to keep doing it as long as that, I can. That's fucking great. So everyone yeah. should go download the Mundane Festival podcast. Uh, let's do some emails. Are you guys ready? Let's. Sure, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's I do mean, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. You can send us anything, any question, any scenario. And I love the emails this week. We got some like, I just felt like we had some really thoughtful things set in. Okay. And I'm uh, like, this is a, this is an interesting one. Hi, Jay. Cur- this is a short one. Curious, what's my next step if a guy made plans for a night in, completely flaked, and he said he forgot. What should I do next? Wait, wait, wait. Is this a what? chick email? This is a chick. Wow. <laughs> are you are you in a relationship right now? No, I'm single. not. Single. I'm single. How are you meeting chicks? What's the deal? The last girl I dated, I met at a show. Like she okay. Was, she was like a producer of a show. This was like around this time last year. And uh, it just didn't work out. Uh, but so now I'm just like... I'm just focusing on my career. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just yeah. like somebody like it's like the opposite. Like I, I was in a like I'm a chick from a rom com. I'm just like <laughs> I'm just gonna focus on my career and get as good as I can get. Yeah, just and then be just, me. Yeah, and then just so, be me. Yeah, so I'm just kind of I'm just like. Have you ever been shit. in this situation though, where you like set up a plan and then flaked and on then a girl? Flake on a girl like that? God no. Why would you? I, well, like, I gotta, I gotta say, I, I, I hear where she's coming from. Like, what's her next move? That's obviously she's gonna make a move. Here's why he did it. Like, I've done it where I'm like, come on over, let's do. Like, I'll have uh, <laughs> great Friday intentions and horrible Sunday uh, execution. <laughs> so, so, like a Friday night drinking, like you, me, candles, eating. Yeah, this is gonna be great. And then Sunday, I'll wake up a little hungover. I'll masturbate and then I'll come and be like, I don't want to see anybody. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like it's like that pre-come, like, let's be together forever and travel the world. And then that post splooge, oh my God, I <laughs> need to sit under the covers and never speak to another soul. Yeah. Again. Yeah. I know I know that feeling. So I, I feel like he did this. I feel like this guy was did. just like, he was like, he it came out of his mouth and sounded great when he came out of his mouth. But the minute he came out, he just wanted to like catch the stay in night plan. He was like, yeah. no, she's going to hear that. And then she was like, that sounds great. And then he was like, I guess I'm going with it. And then he got to that moment. He's like, you know what the easiest thing I can do? I'll just say I forgot. That's, that's, I mean, that's kind of it sucks. It's, it sucks. But like, I think she's got a, she's got a, see, in my, see, I, I feel like your show is geared towards like younger people. Okay. Like college age and like we in the 20s. Like, what's your it's demographic? Like, I would say it's like 20 to 30. Okay. Is really where we're hitting. Because so, I think this is like a, I think this is a problem that you could have at any time. Like, I remember doing this when I was in my 20s and I remember doing this a week ago. <laughs> you know? so, and it, not that I, I never did the, I've never done the, I forgot, but I've done the, 
I just don't want to do this. That's just a shitty excuse, though. I feel like now, I feel like just just looking at looking at my past, where or where I messed up, or mm. where where I've been like treated, mistreated. I think right now it's like there's so much going on in the world and 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 things that can happen. I feel like you shouldn't be. She shouldn't be wasting her time. Totally agree. Like this guy is not valuing her enough to say like, oh, I'm seeing. Lisa tonight, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. gonna get ready for that. So totally, I just I, I in in the spirit of not wasting her time, I think she should um, kind of weigh her options. Like maybe there's somebody else that she's interested in. Yeah, see, I see what's I, up with that. I, I agree totally. Like this is a waste of time, but I'm trying to give her the reason why this happened. Sure, you know what I mean. Yeah, like yeah. I, yeah. he's being shitty, but I've been that shitty guy too. Yeah. So I get where he's coming from, but like also here's what I was thinking that like. When I would do this move where it's like you say the thing, like when you're with somebody in a hangout situation, sometimes you say things just because it makes you feel good. Oh, we'll hang out. We'll hang out. Yeah. Instead of like, well, I don't know. Maybe if I feel good about it, it's weirder to say than it's like, it feels good to say to someone, hey, next week we should do this like barbecue thing. Yeah. And like sit outside for the day and like go out and do this. And you're like, that doesn't sound like a good idea. Man, I'm a good guy. I'm going to, she's, and she's <laughs> lapping it up. She's like, yeah. yeah, you're the good guy that I wanted to be with. And then you get out of that situation. You're like, oh, I did that all for me. You know, yeah. like I did, I said all those things to make me feel good, not because I wanted to do these things with that person. So I'm yeah. saying for her, you, and especially anyone in this situation, you have to distinguish between, are you someone they felt good saying things to or are someone are you someone that makes them feel good? Yeah. It's the difference between those. Obviously, if someone forgot, I'd just be like, hey, if you liked me, you would have remembered. Yeah. I mean, you have to consider that. Like, cause cause now like time is so valuable. Yeah. And you don't wanna you don't wanna you don't wanna waste your time. You don't wanna get played. Yeah. I mean it, I also do think for protect her, yourself. Protect yourself, but here's the other thing. I and I've been in the situation. Give everyone one cancellation. Mm-hmm. I nothing is worse than like even when I lie. <laughs> you know what I mean? You ever lie yeah. to someone to get out of something? Yeah, and then they react so insanely mad about it that you're like, oh, I don't want to. What if this was the truth? That's true too. <laughs> you know like, I, mean? I don't want to sound like I'm the date Nazi, but no, it's like I hear what you're saying. But I would say to this guy, hey, I hear you. I mean, he's more honest than I've ever been. I've never been like, sorry, forgot. <laughs> like, that's a very apathetic way to answer that. Yeah. But if, like, if you give an excuse to someone, you should always give someone the benefit of one excuse. Sure. Listen, it can have, if it happens again, fuck this dude. But if you say to this guy, oh, cool, I was really looking to hang, looking forward to hang out. Yeah. Totally understand. Let me know when you want to get together. And if he makes, if he takes that rope and pulls on it and is like, oh, okay, I'll make the plan for the next one, go with that. Don't pull this whole dramatic. Nobody cancels on me last second. It's like, yeah. whoa, like who are you to think that you can't be canceled? That something couldn't come That's up. That's true. I've had to cancel dates whereas like I got this one girl I was seeing, like I set up plans and, mm. and I was like, we're gonna go hang out Sunday. But then I got a weekend of work hosting. Yeah. And that's that's a lot of that's, that's dope. good money. Go. So I was like, look, uh I got this thing came up, I got a weekend of hosting. Can we do it Monday? Are you yeah. free? Like I let her know in advance. So totally. And 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 then I had money to actually spend on her. Yeah. You know? And what'd she say? <laughs> she was cool with it. We, That's the thing. Yeah. But the minute she was cool with it, you're like, oh, this cool. This girl is cool. Yeah. You know. Cool and chick. it's like the minute I was like, I've been in this situation. Where I'm like, hey, uh, something came up. I got a show that came up. And then like, yeah. How? 
They're like, well, fuck off. G- cool. Got yeah. it. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe I don't want to try to hang out with you again. If this is how you react to one disappointment, if this is how you deal with disappointment, then yeah. <laughs> you can't deal but with it's disappointment just like, at all. It's just, the, to me, I just it's just like a weak-ass answer. It's just like, I forgot. Oh, the, it's like, I forgot. That answer to me, he, she's got to move on. Like you- Her specifically, but like my, my point is like, if someone cared enough to lie to you, <laughs> yeah. let them have that lie. Yeah. J Train, what's that? I can see both sides of it. Totally. Basically. I just be careful. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com here with Chris Lamberth. Go follow him, support him at Chris Lamberth, ChrisLamberth.com, the mundane festival podcast. Go check it out on iTunes. Movement, they're back. Movement watches. Uh, MVMT was founded on the belief that styles shouldn't break the bank. Are you a watch wearer? I am, yes. Let me see. It's a Casio. It's a nice G- looking G-Shock. watch. There you go. Yeah. But I this is here's what I like about movement watches. They're nice looking without looking like you're wearing a, a hubcap on your arm. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? They are nice watches. They're I've nice seen, yeah. watches, but also sometimes you see those watches that you're like, dude, what are you trying to pull here? Yeah. What are you trying to say to me? And it's almost right. so ostentatious that it looks cheap. These are cheap watches that look well put together and nice. Yeah, inexpensive. 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 Not, not cheap. Not, not cheap. cheap as in yeah. Not cheaply made. Right. I'm saying these are watches that are affordable right. while looking like you put time and effort into looking like a normal, you know, well-dressed person. Sure. Because I'll see those dudes, it's always like the flashiest watch and you're like, it's kind of like, you never see the, I t- this is the example I brought, I'm a, I'm a football fan, you're a football fan, yes, right? Yes, of course. I'm a big Patriots fan. Bob Kraft, Whoa. I'm sorry. No, listen. I, don't, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Bob Kraft wears the white care. collar, white cuff, blue shirt. Mm-hmm. You know, that Bob Kraft shirt that yeah. he's been known for. Whenever I see someone in the cheap version of that shirt, I'm like, oh, you just dressed up as a rich person for Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it doesn't look like you really like look, you don't look good at it. You don't, yeah. You're not wearing the thousand dollar one that bob craft is wearing so maybe you shouldn't wear the fake version of it right these watches are well made well constructed and affordable but also look like oh look at this was grown from your arm it doesn't look like you stole it off of a rich guy yeah <laughs> you know what i mean i don't know if that's the no but they got looks that'll fit your lifestyle or what look you're yeah. going for it's yes. not too much I just, I just think, and also I like what they're doing. They, the company started by two broke college kids that wanted to wear stylish watches, but couldn't afford them, so they started their own watch company. This is kind of like I like anyone that's entrepreneurial. Yeah. This podcast, your podcast, that's all you put in your tax returns. Yes. That's what the tax returns are mm-hmm. given back to you for. To right. Put back into the system and then give entertainment to people. The wheel goes on and on. Right. So they're doing that. Movement watches starts at just $95 at a department store. You're looking at 400 to 500 bucks. Movement figured out that by selling online, they were able to cut out the middleman, retail markup, providing the best possible price. Classic design, quality construction, style minimalism. Over 1 million watches sold in 160 countries. So people are wearing these things. Get 15% <laughs> off today with free shipping and free returns by going to mvmtwatches.com. That's mvmtwatches.com. Watches.com slash J train. Movementwatches.com slash J train. MVMT watches.com slash J train. MVMT watches.com slash J train. I'm going to say it again. MVMT watches.com slash J train. This watch has a really clean design. Seriously, I've been getting compliments on the one I wear 
all the time. I, I got the American flag one. It's fucking great. Go to mvmtwatches.com slash JTrain. Join the movement. So, ready for more? Yes, let's do some more. Chris Lamberth at Chris Lamberth on Twitter and Instagram. Bar etiquette loyal chick. Okay. Lady listener here. This is a lady day. It feels good. Here we go. Feels good. <laughs> lady listener seeking some advice on bar etiquette. I'm 21 and a college student in Chicago. Chi-town. I lived there. You did? Yeah, for like five years. I went to grad school there. Oh, really? Yeah. Where'd yeah. you? I love Chicago. Roosevelt University. Uh, it's the Chicago College of Performing Arts at Roosevelt University, right in the loop. So you're like a you're an actor. Yeah, I'm in debt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm in debt for being able to. So you you what's uh, give me some like you said you did Kimmy Schmidt. I did a, a a scene in Kimmy Schmidt that got cut this year. Sucks. Season season four, but it was a great. But that's experience. the reality of the game. This yeah, is what it is. It's a part of the game, but uh, it no one can ever take that experience. Really. <laughs> like I was in the same room as as Tina Fey. Yeah. and, and uh, Ellie Kemper, Titus, and uh, does it, it come out? Do you get to be like, yeah, I just stand. Like, does it ever like come up? Like, would they ask you about you? Like, no. This was just like a small, like a really small part or whatever. Mm -hmm. It was funny because like while like around the time where I was shooting, I filmed it in January. Mm -hmm. You know, on Netflix sometimes you go back and look at all the look at like a whole series of a show. So yeah. I was doing that with Thirty Rock and Kimmy Schmidt. But with Thirty Rock, I noticed like how. Like they were, there's these comedians that are really famous now. Like Donald Glover wrote on the show. Uh -huh. He had like one line. Amy Schumer had one line, and then I was like, now me. <laughs> and then maybe yeah, my career yeah, yeah. will take off. Like, and then and then the scene but got. Still, cut. you got to be in it. And it was like... fucking great. The check cleared. Yeah, uh, there you go. You know, it was it was it was awesome. It was better than being at my day job. That's you know, fantastic. And yeah. now you're you're in a movie. I, you taped a movie. I filmed this a scene in this movie starring Melissa McCarthy called Can You Ever Forgive Me? Uh, it's supposed to come out next year, like 2018. It's about this woman. Um, oh, my God. Oh, my God. This, I'm really... Uh, Lee. Oh, my God. What is her name? Jesus Christ. <laughs> but you were in it with... I was in it with Melissa McCarthy. I had a scene with her. And um, Lee Israel, Lee Israel, who was a, a biographer who did uh, who did biographies on these really famous people, Estee yeah. Lauder being one of them. And she's like down on her luck and because she's kind of like out of touch in her scene. So she kind of um, she starts she reverts to not reverse, but she goes to like forging letters from famous people and starts selling them around the circuit with one of her good friends. And then she kind of gets like caught up in that. Oh wow! Yeah, and uh, I just I play a guy. I play an exterminator who like goes to her house and her apartment, and it's like really messed up. And you're and, doing scenes with Melissa McCarthy. Like yeah. this is like one of the most famous people alive. Yeah, right now. this is it was amazing. Like it was it was pretty she cool. She's really cool. Like as soon as I uh, walked onto the set, uh, the they were they were just like, oh, nice to meet you. We're glad we're glad you're here. And I was like. Thanks yeah. for having me. <laughs> You're no, glad you guys, I'm here. Yeah, yeah. Like this, it was. It's directed by uh, Mariel Heller, who directed this movie called uh, Diary of a Teenage Girl, which was like a indie yeah. hit, like from a, a year or two ago. And like just a total like a movie that I would like really be excited to see. Yeah. And I think I think I feel like it. Like Melissa McCarthy's going for that trophy. 
You oh, know, when really? it comes out, I feel like you know the script is really good. It's a small, like it's it's a Fox Searchlight film. So yeah, it's, it's oh, so this is like an actor movie. It's an act. It's like it's funny, but it's serious. You know, yeah. it's like some. It's a good script. Um, this is it, very cool. And so, we, yeah. you know, everyone right now collectively, the J Train podcast listeners can knock on wood. Yeah. So make sure we get don't get on the cutting room floor. I hope that I made the scene. It's kind of like I want to say important scene. I want to say it's a pivotal scene, okay. not but not because of me, but, but it's within the friendship. Yeah, yeah, for the story. So it's like maybe they they might not cut it out. So it's we'll cool. we'll see. So that it was it was amazing. And she's like immediately funny and great. And she was just really cool. She's like I'm Melissa. I was like I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How do you handle like, that yeah. intro? Yeah. It's just like, I was like. That nice to meet you. And then when it was pretty cool, because when I when I rapped, they were like, "Oh, that's a rap on Chris Lamberth." Everybody mm. clapped, and she's like, "I got to get a picture of you for my scrapbook." I was like, "Okay," oh, yeah. before yeah. I could even ask her for one. That's great. And she was really sweet. So she was just like, she's just about her business. She's nice and she's she's funny. And I didn't really like, but like a movie, hang, like yeah, a movie. This yeah. is like insane. It's right? really cool. Yeah, it's very cool. All the hard work of doing shows in storefront theaters <laughs> and uh, not getting paid. And but you in Chicago, you were like in theater and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Like which the good thing about Roosevelt at, at the time when you were if you were in the program in the conservatory, you could do shows outside of outside of the okay. The, they would let the you school. Yeah, you could do you could understudy, you could do professional shows mm-hmm. and and you could really learn like you're because you're in that that community it's that you're great. eventually going to be in and and Chicago's just such a great town where it just kind of teaches you like this work ethic. Yeah. And so I just kind of it, it it's it's amazing. It's funny you're like I love Chicago, get some good work ethic and I'm like I just love getting drunk there. Well, no, that's great too. Like it's great. Like I'm, I'm not a big, I'm not a big drinker, but it's definitely. But food, the yeah, food, food there is yeah. fucking phenomenal. Yeah, that's yeah. They just know how to like live. How do you feel about the pizza? Like I, I um, like it, but like people are like fuck Chicago. It's not. I don't, pizza. I'm not. Like, I, I don't like to go into like fuck that mode. Like, like yeah. I, I think a lot of times people are just doing that because they want to like feel a part of whatever area they're from. So like yeah. New Yorkers are like. There's nothing like New York pizza. I like with Chicago pizza. What I like, they're taking shots. Mm. They take some. They take. You know, they're trying. They're trying to do something different with pizza. Yeah. So like the deep dish, you're like, okay, this is like a full meal. You know, yeah. I'm not always in the mood for that much food. Right. Right. You know, that's <laughs> yeah. more my issue. It can is be the, intense. It's a lot, but I liked like the deep dish experience. You're like, okay, you took something and made a different play on it. And yeah. I'm here for it. I like, you know, that you're sometimes with the New York slice, it just feels like if you don't get a good one, it's just a repetitive feel. Yeah. Like they're just doing what they would do. Right. If that makes any sense. It's more because if you get the best slice in New York, if you go get like a Joe's pizza, you go to like a mm-hmm. really good place to get a good slice. And then you go back to the like the dollar slice. You're like, oh, yeah, this is shit. This is so bad. Yeah. With the Chicago slice, I just like like I'm from Boston. Um. Boston has Pizzeria Regina, which is like a more of an Italian slice. But mm-hmm. a lot of the pizza places around Boston, around like in the suburbs, was uh, Greek pizza. Okay, what's what's Greek pizza is more uh, the dough is just very different. It's not a thin crust; it's a little thicker, and the crust is like it's just a different. Anyone listening that has had Greek pizza is like knows what yeah. it's tough to explain. Sure, but it's not. It's just a different pizza. It's not to say one is. Like I, I like Greek pizza. I like mm-hmm. it, but it's not New York Italian 
style right. pizza. Yeah. And it's not, you know, the box pizza. Grandma slice is different. Like, I think pizza, we can be, we can do a lot of different things. Yeah, That's, I've learned to like the Sicilian. I think. Love, I love yeah. a Sicilian. Like, I, I, I work in Westchester, okay. and there's a spot in called Nona's in, uh, in White Plains, in yeah. the city limits, and it's it's really good. Like, it's just, you get exposed to different things, and I don't think you have to have, there has to be, like, some like schism between like it's either this we live, or it's that we live in the in the time of i'm this fuck that yeah <laughs> yeah know? like it's... so like you wear it as a badge of honor like you know and you're just like dude we're talking about pizza yeah <laughs> and know? as like as comics like the one thing i mean i noticed like there's at least being on twitter like being a part of twitter like mm. there's like there's uh the big debate between like sheets and wawa do you ever heard of that like sheets See, i went to wawa. penn state so, so what did you, you guys so, said sheets? No, Penn State's like the dividing line okay. between Sheets and Wawa. Wawa's Philly, Sheets is Pittsburgh. Okay. So I have been to both. Yeah. They're the same fucking thing. They're both good. <laughs> they're good. Yeah, yeah. They're good. You know, the, the reason they're both good is they created a great atmosphere to buy the same shit you could get anywhere else. Yeah. You know, yeah. Sheets, they might have more, or Wawa will have more Philly-style pretzels. Sure. And Sheets will have more... Whatever Pittsburgh idiots eat, you know, like I, you know, like it's just the same idiot food. Yeah, done in a way, but what they both did, they copied each other. The MTO, same, same way, same way to get to the mountain of diabetes. Yes, just different paths, just different, different operating systems yeah. on the screen mm-hmm. where you put in your sandwich. Yeah, I just love how you could walk in, not talk to anybody, and be like. Boom, 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 boom on the right. board, and it, 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 that's the thing. And then people would be like, "Well, sheets is this much better." No, because you got some. You know, there's better cake than at the other place. It's all the same. I think it's emotional ties to it totally. Too. And there's so few things now that are, and this is happening all across the country. Everything is the same street in every place. Yeah. So like, if you go to like, and you see that, especially going on the road. Oh God, yeah. You see yeah. that like, if I'm in Wisconsin, it's the same. Fat, same food places that I could get in a town outside of Boston. Mm-hmm. And we're becoming more like just more the same. And there's like so little places to be like, that's from my childhood. Let me teach you about it. Yeah. I'm trying to rebel against that a little bit because I think I get caught in the trap of that. Like, so it was, of course. It's like, you know, I've worked hard all week. I just want some wings. So I'll go to Hooters because yeah. I live in the suburbs. Yeah. 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 And it's just like, I'll just go here. Well, but. I started following on Instagram like these different like food blogs, and yes. they'll point point you out to like local shops and stuff. Infatuation, so I, I go on infatuation all the time. That's a good like okay. blog. But I, this is why I can't stand the hate that fucking Guy Fieri gets. Okay, why would we hate Guy Fieri in this era? I don't there know. is no reason. Guy Fieri has done more for small business in this country than ninety nine percent of people. He's showing you i went to atlantic city and i did mm-hmm. shows down there on my way down i went on google and i was like where's an atlantic city guy fieri where did he go yeah i ended up at a restaurant i never would have fucking been to right just because this guy well because he looks different yeah because he wears oakley's <laughs> yeah he's done more than bernie He's fucking bringing. I'm just saying, he's just he's doing shit <laughs> yeah what because he doesn't this is all and it's always like that like is a baseless accusation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's always like a Brooklyn fucking loser that's like, Guy Fieri's the punchline. I'm like, really? Oh, comics do that? Yeah, I just uh. feel like Guy Fieri. There's so much Guy Fieri hate. And I'm like, no, this guy is a hero. 
He, he is literally, I'm serious. He's literally showing you where these restaurants are. Yeah. are and in the town, like I'm, TV Food Maps is a great okay. website. You just have to take the time. Like there, I yeah. remember doing a gig in uh, Carmel, New York at this uh, Arts on the Lake out mm-hmm. there. It is in Westchester. And I just looked up restaurants and there was this place called Northern Smoke, just this uh, barbecue place. Yeah. Some of the best barbecue I've ever had in my life. Really? And it was just like, it was amazing. And it, it's just like, I wouldn't have known about you it. you took the time to like, yeah. be like, hey. And that's the thing. A lot of these Anytown USA streets are just like, here it is. Here's yeah. your slop. We'll just put it right in your fucking face. Yeah. And instead of being like, hey, I'm going to like, BBQ Caramel. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. And we have Google. We have the technology. Yeah, I'm trying to be better at that because sometimes you can eat. Well, you can also, you can always easily fall into the trap. It's like, I'll just go here. I'm a yeah. robot. I'll just put in it, you know. But, but this uh, this woman's email about bar etiquette. Yeah, we're fucking up. Def- <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we diverge. We talked no, about listen, Chicago. No, this is what and- this podcast is all about. We're going to get it. This, is a, this, this girl writes in, I'm 21 and a college student in Chicago. I have an 878 boyfriend of two years. So we have a rating system okay. here on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Face, body, personality. Gotcha. Area code made. This is a solid that's, dude. That's a good, good looking guy. Two years and we've been living together for a good chunk of that time. Basically, ghetto married as some may say. I've never heard that. I haven't heard that. Or just, yeah, I haven't heard My that My buddy either. used to call it living in sin. Or just a common law wife. <laughs> common law, law wife, marriage, yeah. whatever. I don't know. Okay, he's super social. So in... in order to unglue myself from him and be more outgoing i've been trying to do more girls nights out when he's out with his buddies instead of always tagging along with him i like this i like like this girl i like the idea of her being like i see what is happening let me get my own shit going yes because a lot of girls don't fucking do that right and they don't have an identity their identity is just being the relationship dave's girlfriend yeah yeah when he's out with his buddies instead of tagging along with him so far that's been great especially since at the end of the night we're both drunk coming home to the same bed this leads me to my question. What is the protocol for a relationship girl at the bars? I don't want to lead anyone on, but somehow just asking a guy questions and seeming genuinely interested in the answer is enough to supply me with unlimited free drinks, and I feel guilty accepting. I want to have a good time with my own friends, be socially independent of my dude, but I also want to feel confident that I'm not being sketchy or disrespecting the relationship. Is it fair to accept free drinks? I have a, If I have a good convo with someone, is it fine exchange social media? My boyfriend's featured heavily on my Instagram, That may, if that makes a difference. He's a jealous type. So I don't want to discuss this with him directly, but I also don't want him to be sitting, want to be sitting at home in my twenties while he's out being king of the night with no guilt. I'd love to hear your take on this. Sincerely, loyal chick. It's a great question. I like I like this girl. Yeah, um, it's very good. She's twenty one and she's being like considerate about like all these things. Like I would I would say maybe don't take the drink. Yeah, I don't know. But I, then she's like an asshole if she doesn't. Then she's like too into the relationship girl like yeah like i i don't assume anyone i get a drink is gonna fuck me right away i don't either and like <laughs> yeah. but there are assholes out there that that guy's an asshole he's right. not the right he's not the right person he's not right yeah. as a person so we shouldn't we shouldn't bend our lives for these crazy people that's true you know like like we shouldn't she should act as if she's having fun i it's it's tough for a girl. You can be too into your relationship when you go out. Like if I bought a girl a drink and she was like, "I have a boyfriend," I'd be like, "Okay, yeah, um, we're having a nice conversation. I'm I'm just getting everyone. Drink. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, especially if you're getting the, buying around. Yeah, yeah, like so I, I I would say to her, I'm like, "Whoa, you thought of that, not me." Yeah, like if she was like, "I'm in a relationship," but then also, I don't want my time wasted. 
Yep. You know, like I don't want some girl just taking free drink after free drink. So I would say to her, it's don't. Let me go back to her second question. Social media. There's no reason for you to exchange social media with a guy no. that your boyfriend. Yeah, if you're not if you're not into him, you're you're in a relationship. You shouldn't. If if yeah. if if I had a girl, if I was in a relationship and a guy was like, "Hey, we should. Uh, what are you, what's your Twitter?" I'd be like, "I don't really use it. I'm not a big." And I would get like I back away because that's a guy. When a guy does the social media thing, as if it were me, I'd be I'd be like. I'm trying to get closer to this girl so that I can form some sort of communication to at some point put my penis inside of her. I think those are kind of like the worst dudes. I think <laughs> recently, I think, I think uh, recently, me. Uh, <laughs> no, but it's like, but it's, it's like, you know, like, I don't want to bring anything. Please. Recently, there's been like a thing where, where there was a certain guy who was posturing as, you know, I'm this. I'm this type of liberal person, and I'm for feminists. Okay, and like it's kind of like, but then you're doing this shit on the on the low. On the low. Let you, if you're gonna be a creep, just be a creep, and mm. don't try to finesse your way. I just feel like that's the worst. My point. That's the worst kind of. My dude. point. If I was with this, is, this is where I I agree with you. Mm -hmm. My difference in that is if I'm talking with a girl at a bar and yeah. we're talking so much that Instagram comes up naturally. Okay, and then I'm like, "Oh, you gotta follow me," and I follow her. I am following her out of the. Uh, that is all happening in a flirty way. Yeah, I don't think there's a way for that to not happen flirty. Okay, if you're in a, that's happened to me before. That's yeah. happened, and you feel that flirtiness. Yeah, that's and but if you're just following a girl out of left field, and then I I all we call it tapping on the glass, <laughs> where I you know I'll follow a girl I'll be like she's hot. I'll yeah. like like ten of her pictures. Off the jump, she'll like. May, then maybe if she follows me back, I see that as okay. There's some interest. Like there's some social media dancing going on. Okay, she likes ten of my pictures. Then I send a message, and it's like, hey, we've liked all of each other's pictures. Maybe we should say hello. It's okay. so fucking hard. I just I can't. <laughs> see, I I'm, think that's different than like. Let's say I like. That's one scenario. Let's say the next scenario is I like ten of her pictures. She comes back with nothing. Yeah. Then I send a message. No, your answer. Was the, the initial nothing? Mm -hmm. Unfollow. It's done. You've you've done. You've gotten the oh, no. That's where I say the difference is now you're being creepy, and then you're like, and then the next step is uh, oh well she didn't maybe she didn't see it. I'll send a picture of my penis. Like what? <laughs> you know, like <laughs> it's where, so where did that come from, dude? What do you think the penis is going to be the one that gets you in? I don't know, man. It's so hard because it's like I was talking to this this woman. We were talking about dating, mm. and she she had a, her she was uh, dating a, another com, one of my com, comedian friends, and sure. we were at the bar where three of us are talking. And I was talking about this, like dissecting the end of this one relationship I had, and they're like the first date I asked a girl out, and we went out to dinner. Mm. I asked her to dinner, and they're like, I don't know about that. I mean, dinner is like that's a big commitment. <laughs> like that's a really. And I don't know what it is because I'm I'm 37. Yeah. So I and then I'm from Maryland and I'm below. I guess I'm below the Mason Dixon line. I don't know. Maybe I'm. That's considered southern. Okay. To, to people from up here. So like when I was when I was young, I was <laughs> you just asked the girl like in high school like Hey, do you want to go out? Like, yeah. Go see a movie. Go grab something to eat. Well, I think that's back to what you were talking about with the protection mode. Yeah. If okay, you ask a girl to dinner and the girl's like, that's a lot, that's a girl who, whoever said that's a lot, that's yeah. someone protecting themselves from liking a guy so much that it doesn't yeah. go well. 
You Maybe. Know, because I do understand what she's saying. She's like, that's a lot. That's a lot of commitment. That's a lot of commitment from a guy that you think has ulterior motives. Yeah. If the guy's like, I like her enough to ask her to dinner, do it. Yeah. Why? What are you, what are you talking about? Yeah, because it seems like now, like I listen to like a lot of, uh, I listen to uh, podcasts. Like I, now I'm starting to listen to a lot more podcasts with women mm. just to see how they, how they think. And yeah. then like there's one I was listening to like, yeah, you know, we went out for, you know, I just like to do drinks. Because then if I do drinks and I'll say that I have something else going on, mm-hmm. so if it doesn't go well, then I could just like bail. Yeah. And it's just like... That feels like it's like... I think the dating culture that's been created is that it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like there's like craziness, just like we're talking about right now. Yeah. The social media and the guy just sends his yeah. penis without even getting likes on his. <laughs> you know, so like yeah. I, I, I think what a lot of girls are doing right now, they're going into protection mode. Yeah. So they're protecting themselves, and I don't blame them for this. I I think you could be on, you could be on Bumble or Twitter or on uh, Bumble or or Tinder or whatever, and you can get a thousand guys just sending you bullshit shit. Yeah. And at a certain point, you're like, ugh, I'm done with it. It just seemed it seemed like when this started happening, like the dating app started happening, it was just like, at least all the the female friends that I had on Facebook, it was just like. The screen caps. Look what this guy said to me. Yeah. I can't believe he's trying to fuck me. And yeah. then it's like all the guy says was hello. Yeah. Yeah, he wants to fuck you, but he probably wants to, you know, it know, starts with know a hello. what your favorite band is or like gets the So I got a random message. I'm gonna tell this story. Okay. I, I got a random message. Um but to answer her question, back to this girl. If you're a girl in a relationship at a bar and I'm talking with you, having a fun time, and I offer you a drink. All you have to say is, let me pay, and then let me say, no, I want to get you a drink, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And let your boyfriend come up naturally in the conversation. Don't say, yeah. but I have a boyfriend. All you have to say is, so my boyfriend did this. Yeah. And got it. I hear it. No problem. And if you're the relationship girl, why I buy you a drink is for my own re- Like, hey, I'm buying drinks, whatever. But understand that this guy's at a bar single. He wants to meet single girls. Yeah. Try your best as relationship girl to start lobbing up some of your single girls. Mm-hmm. Give him some, you know, if his guy's nice enough for you to talk to, I'm sure your friends are going to like him too. Yeah, here's Denise. Yeah. Yeah. Here, here's another guy, if, because what you become is his referral base. Yeah. You might have met this guy. If this guy took the effort to talk to you and you're having a good conversation, one of your friends is going to like him too. Yeah. So if you're the girl, you can have fun with your single girlfriend and him. You're the one that brought them together. Yeah. So I, I think that should always be in the back of your mind as the relationship girl is that you're talking to someone that you're having a good conversation with. One of your friends is going to have a good conversation with him too. Right. That's this is true. a solid dude. Yeah. And that doesn't mean you have to leave this guy or go be weird about it. That means that you should just under have the thing in your brain like, how can I get this guy late? Yeah. How can I make this good guy someone that I could hang out with with my friends? Yeah. That should be your, and I think that's, I think anytime I'm talking to someone that's in a relationship at a bar and I am single, I just want them to be uh, understanding of how my time is being spent. Sure. That's yeah. the only thing. But back to the dating uh, thing, like how everything's changed, I got a message uh, last week from a friend, a girl that I really haven't spoken to in a long time. Okay. And it was, uh, and I, we talked last week on the podcast about it. I got kind of dumped. Okay. And I read the text. Oh shit! So, she dumped you over text. It wasn't like a dumping. I how would you explain he, it? He kind of precipitated the a conversation that he 
already sort of knew what the answer was going to be, but he, okay. he I like, like pushed it along. Yeah. You okay? We weren't really like getting physical, and I sent a text. We like, what's going on? And then it became, I'm not looking for a relationship. I was like, oh, that's just code word for like you're okay, but not for sure. me. Right. Fine. So I get a message like the day this podcast comes out, a girl that I haven't seen in years. It was kind of weird. She's like super random, but would you ever want to meet with this dating coach? Or no, not, a matchmaker. She asked you that. So the girl asked me if I wanted to meet with this matchmaker. Uh, she and I was like, um, first of all, what? Why am I being sent this? Yeah. Like immediately, I got self conscious. I'm like, does she think I'm like some sort of fucking loser? Yeah. What? You the know? fuck? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And and so that was my first move, and I call it FTG mode. Okay. Fuck this guy. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Which is we all go there. We're all like. Why the fuck do you think of me? Fuck you. I don't yeah. need... Um, um, it was a matchmaker, okay? So she puts me... She, I write her back. I wrote, are you kidding? And then she was like, no, if you're open to it, why right. not? Okay. And I was like, you know, maybe this will be good for the podcast. Maybe I'll have the matchmaker sure. on, whatever. And then, you know, live life. So I was like, yeah, give her my email. Emails me right away. She's like, do you want to go get coffee? Or let's talk on the phone. So we talk on the phone. And my first question... What does a matchmaker like? What kind of girl pays for someone to set them up, and how much is it? And what do right, they expect? Because right. my initial with a if a girl's gonna pay for a matchmaker, okay, I would assume, and this is my this is just my opinion. I'm not saying it's the truth. I'm just saying here's how I initially feel. That girl's looking for a rich dude. Because mm-hmm. what's the upsell? You know, yeah. if she's willing to invest the money, she wants a payment on her investment. Which is, and I'm not that. So like I, I, so I'm like, okay, I'm not. And I said this to the matchmaker. I was like, listen, I just want to make sure you know. Like I'm, if someone's paying, she's like, no. And then she was like, and then my other assumption was that this girl who's paying for the matchmaker, whoever the matchmaker gives her is going to be good enough for her. She just wants a warm body. Okay. And I brought those things to, and we went and got coffee. I went and got coffee with the matchmaker. She goes, let's talk about it. I'll tell you about what I was do. Was she hot? She was like a good-looking older woman. Nice. Okay. Yeah. It, it, matchmaker could also be called nosy Jew. Because <laughs> wow. we just sat down, we were drinking coffee, and I was like, I was like, she's just asking about my life, and like, listen, if you ever meet with somebody, and you like, here's a piece of advice to anyone listening: if you're looking for jobs, just ask someone for advice. People love talking about themselves. Yeah. So she's like asking me all these questions about me, about comedy, about the podcast, whatever. So I was like, I'm. Who who knows who wants to talk about me more than me? So I'm sure. telling her all this stuff, but she's like getting all this information, writing things down, and she's like, and I'm like, I can't pay. I'm not gonna pay you. And I go, you should make your money. Like I, I, I don't, I'm never gonna tell someone they shouldn't get paid for their work. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I'm not gonna. She's like, but I need. And this is where the conversation got interesting. I was like, why would someone pay for a matchmaker? And she goes, she goes, it's making a comeback. And I was like, why? She's like, girls are getting hit up. There's no skin in the game. So if you meet someone on Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, whatever, no one introduced you. So she's like, guys are just acting like garbage people because <laughs> yeah. there's no one that they have to answer to that they acted garbagely towards. Yeah. So if I, if you and I went on a date, Chris, and I was like, and, and then we fucked and I just never called you again... No one introduced us for yeah. them to. For, so I don't, I don't, for, there's nobody to be. You're not held to judge you. Yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. accountability. She's like, I am being paid to go on the first date with people. Oh shit! And I was like, that 
is interesting because in the day right now that we live in where it's like, okay, uh, this guy ghosted me. This guy, this guy, yeah. this guy was a dick on the first date, said weird shit to me, sent me a picture of his penis after we had one drink. You know, in this day and age, she's the accountability. And I was like, mm-hmm. now I kind of get it. I, I was like, it. this yeah, makes, makes sense. Right. And I was so against it. And then she's like, I have these girls that I need. And she was like, I need guys. I need to find guys she that are, to... that I could pitch to them. So are you going to do it? Um, Let's call it a maybe. Okay. <laughs> it's definitely interesting because you, because ha- you're a comic, you'll have yeah. a story, whether it works or if it doesn't. Of course. I mean, the story is more about this woman who does this. Like, yeah, she's paid a lot of money yeah. <laughs> and you're like, who and then you start thinking like what parent is paying for their daughter to do this Mm -hmm. that's like getting rid of this fucking chick yeah (laughs) you know just like looking but like the thing is when you're the fix-up is supreme in this day and age if you're out there looking for relationships fix-up's the only way because and what she is you're paying for someone to think of you in every aspect well that's a referral like you're saying about the last girl the referral yeah and that's the thing so yeah but it was interesting to me because we talk about like all this shit that's going on and you're like guys don't see it as much because we're just acting as guys. I just, it feels it, it's just weird to I tried Bumble and Tinder for like 5 minutes mm. and it was just like uh, I matched with one girl and she never cuz Bumble the girl has to agree and I matched with this one girl and she never hit me up. Yeah. And it was just like and I just said fuck this. And most of the success that I've had dating was just like, hey, do you want to go out? Yeah. Uh, let's, it, you know, it's just like in a social, well, not, like, not like I'm the Fonz. I'm like, hey. <laughs> no, but the, the thing is, but maybe, like, maybe uh, swiping someone's face based on how your <laughs> penis feels wasn't a good way to start a respectful relationship. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that wasn't <laughs> the How do you beginning. feel about it, Dick? Uh, yeah. How do you feel about it? You like her? Do your like dick her? shouldn't be involved in that decision. It, it is involved. And yeah. listen, I've gone back and forth on this podcast. You could probably go back two years ago to be being like, this is the best because it takes out the middleman. It takes out all. But we've gotten to a point where it's like, we're swiping like crazy. I'm not even looking to go on the dates. I just want to know if someone liked me or not. <laughs> it's just it's just like that. Oh, the grass is always greener. Yeah. Let me ask you this though sure. about social media. Like, so there's this one girl that I had a one, a, like a, I'm not even gonna, a woman that I haven't talked to in a while. Mm-hmm. Like, I maybe we texted in January. She follows me on Instagram. Okay. A couple, like le- three or four days ago, she follows me on Twitter. Okay. What does she want? Hmm. It's, there's uh, the trouble in this. Is she a comedian? I wouldn't call her that. You know, it's like one of those maybe she's... Trying it. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't want to... Well, there, here's the problem. She's a woman. She's a girl. I Okay. okay. So here, here's what I'll say to this. You're in the... the You have the... She has the ability to be naive. Mm-hmm. She can say, I'm just following because I'm a fan. She has the ability to say that, which is tough. Because yeah. if you... This is the thing I'm talking about with the Instagram where you like the 10 photos. Yeah. So... Number one is I see hot girl. Mm-hmm. I like ten of her fic- pictures. Do okay? you do, now? Do you like them off the rip? Like just like right, right away? Right away. Oh shit! I'm letting you know. I'm here. Okay. Tapping on your window. <laughs> yeah. Fully erect. Nice. Okay. And then she has the opportunity to come back and tap on my window. And how should she respond? Ideally, like ten of my pictures. Okay. And then you would say. Then what's I up? would say, "What's up." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then maybe yeah. she says what's up 
But for this girl, she's followed you on two social media, And we're Facebook friends. And you're Facebook friends. Yeah. If I'm wondering how she feels about me, now I'm returning the gesture. Mm-hmm. I'm following back on both. Okay. And that's the thing. We're Guys, we're ruined by our egos. She could just be following because she just likes your stuff. Yeah. yeah. But in my mind, I'd feel the same way as you. I'm like, this girl this I was texting with, now she's following me. But you can follow up without being... I think you can follow up without being creepy. Yeah. Like, I think you can follow up with a follow and a follow and then a like and see if the like comes back in kind. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because right, right, this right. is kind of the social media dance that can happen, and it's been kind of taken down by the fact that other guys are ruining it. You know, yeah, like, you know, yeah. like, like because if you were a dickhead, what you would do is you'd get the two follows, you'd follow back and do the two follows to her mm-hmm. and like something, and then she would like it, and then you'd send a dick pic. <laughs> and it yeah. would be too soon. Like, what the yeah. fuck did this so come from? This? Yeah, oh yeah. Instead of you being like, what's up? We should uh, we should go get a drink this week. Yeah, I just did a show last weekend the the Betches show. It was five hundred women that came to the show. It was a wow. twelve thirty brunch show. Oh shit! There was a lot of girls that I got. I ended up getting a couple DMs on Instagram. Okay. Hey, you should meet my friend. Hey, why don't you come out with us? And that was very nice and kind. There were some people that I just wrote back. Hey, happy you enjoyed the show. Mm-hmm. That was me saying, cool, but I'm gonna do my own thing. <laughs> but. If, I feel like if the roles were reversed, if a guy sent that and then the girl was like, hey, happy you enjoyed the show, the guy would still think, oh, she wants to fuck. You know right, what I mean? Right, like, right, right. Like, if the roles were reversed, there could be a bad. When a girl comes at you like that, I'm like, oh, cool. I get it, but I'm done. Then she's like, I get it. Mm-hmm. Girls, <clears throat> the amount of confidence guys have and the lack of confidence that a lot of girls have is just crazy to me. Yeah. Because, like, I say it all the time. A girl swipes swipes uh, a guy right on Tinder and doesn't get a match. Or a guy swipes a girl right on Tinder and doesn't get a match. He thinks she hasn't seen him yet. <laughs> a girl swipes right on Tinder and doesn't get a match. She's like, he already said no. Yeah. It's totally different and backwards, but it's just the way we have to fucking deal with it. And now is the time of, you know, there's no, our parents can't give us advice. Yeah. What are your parents going to say about a someone following you on Instagram they're gonna say what the fuck are you talking about yeah it's just it's just a weird I don't know if it's New York if it's like well a New York, York is thing. it's all on steroids here because yeah. there's more single my buddy came here from Boston he was like dude it never runs out <laughs> <laughs> like in Boston is a big city yeah they'll be like there's no more chicks in your area here there's always chicks in your area it's crazy do you think I think that kind of fucks things up too absolutely like the- there's 30 Chinese food places how do you know which one has the best Kung Pao Best Chinese place I ever been to was in Boston. There's better Chinese food in Boston. Yeah, I New York Chinese food is not as good. I yeah, mean, and I'm sure you can go to places here that are good. But I'm saying, mm-hmm. as far as like the the great, it's also Cantonese in Boston. I think there was some spot that was near the Wilbur Theater, whatever the China Chinatown. Well, that's Chinatown. Yeah, that's okay. It was a, yeah. We're sponsored people. This is uh, listen. I like this company, Electric Family. They got great stuff and they got a message and they're doing like a, it's a community thing. Electric family. They're the number one apparel brand in electronic music. Um, they, you're, if you like EDM festivals, you like the fashion of it. I mean, that's a good look at Instagram account is, you know, you see people at those concerts, they look good. Um, so what if you could wear the stylish clothing that also carried a positive message? Let me tell you about Electric Family, how you can save 25% off your first order. They're the first apparel brand in electronic music. They've collaborated with Skrillex, 
Kygo, Zed, Marshmallow, those are all huge names, partnered with 55 artists and influencers to raise over 350000 for charities worldwide, grassroots movement born out of music to act as a vehicle for positive impact. Join the global community of changemakers. Go to electricfamily.com. Enter my code JTRAIN25. That's JTRAIN25. That's JTRAIN25 at checkout to save 25% off your first order. This is an exclusive deal for you guys only. So go to electricfamily.com. Enter code JTRAIN25 at checkout for 25% off. Join the movement. Look stylish while doing it at electricfamily.com. Here's what I like about them. They have a lot of cool stuff that doesn't look like you're wearing someone's brand. Mm. It looks personal to you. The hats are great. They got great sweatpants that they sell out of all the time. Go check them out, electricfamily.com. Good for summer stuff, for sure. Great for summer stuff. Uh, they got good tanks and stuff. Dominating the convo. Mm. I could be accused of this. <laughs> 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 Dear Jack of all trains, I have oh. been a long time. That's a new one. I've yep. been a long time listener ever since a brother of mine pulled up several episodes of the TFM podcast a few years back for the 20-hour drive down to spring break, and I've gotten a couple of people listening to the pod. Thank you, buddy. My girlfriend now looks forward to long car rides where we can both listen to you doling, doling out that hot sage wisdom. Consider your nuts gently caressed by my words. Down to the problem. <laughs> in group conversations, whenever someone comes in with an extremely dominant personality, a lot of times I just shut down. I can consider myself somewhat charismatic. I was charismatic. I was a frequent go-to for recruitment, president of a top echelon fraternity at a mid-tier school in a low-tier state. (laughs) (laughs) There was always a couple dominant, uh, insanely charismatic people in the fraternity that if they entered our conversation, I just couldn't keep up and would barely talk at all. This wasn't a big deal back then because the losses were just them catching a girl's eye instead of me, but now it's a problem. I got a job at a place I really like. And I'm hoping to rise up through the ranks, but unfortunately, I started the same time as another one of those dominant, charismatic people. The guy is smart and dominates personal and work-related conversations, even when he's wrong. I know how to make myself better at my job than he is, but how do I work on the personal side? I need some advice on how to step up my game so that I can contend for a managerial position with these occasional legendary charismatic people who I generally also really like, and at least not be shut out of the conversation. Mm. This is an interesting... That is. Because it's like something we all deal with, where it's Mm. like you just mesh with people, Mm -hmm. and sometimes you just don't. Right. You know? And we see it in... I mean, this happens in dating a lot. Yeah. And especially when you're dating, um, you're trying to meet people. Like, have you ever dealt with like people like... Yeah, like, I think definitely coming from (laughs) the theater world and now being being in the stand-up world... There are people that always had to be on. Mm. Like, they're always on 10 the whole time. Yeah. And it's just like, dude. It's a lot. Yeah, it's too much. And if you're feeling, like, this guy where he's like, even if he's wrong, if you're feeling that way, I'm pretty positive everyone around you is feeling that way. Where you're like, you you do that thing. I do it all the time where I'm like, am I crazy or does this person suck? And then, <laughs> do you, and then you'll yeah, leave yeah. the room with that person. You'll talk to someone else, and they'll like at one point in the conversation, they're like, "And that guy, fuck." And you're like, yeah. "Thank God, yeah, thank God, we all saw it." But most of the time, everyone sees it. I, yeah. I, I deal with this a lot with dating, where girls, um, and you can agree or disagree if you, but well, girls, you'll meet girls that hear you do stand, do comedy, and they'll try and out funny you. Mm. and any relationship I've been in, the best relationships have been more improv than stand-up. Yeah. So it's not me performing than you performing and then seeing 
who did the best on this show. It's yeah. us performing together to have the best show f- for each other. Yeah, it's like I think you have to be you just have to have a conversation. Like yeah. you want to get to know that person. So I I like it especially if I'm on a date with somebody where she's like interesting and she's like making me laugh mm. and I don't have to carry the weight just because I'm a comic or But that's what I'm that's what yeah. I'm saying like where like in in improv the rule is yes and. Mm-hmm. So it's yes that and this. Mm-hmm. So it's no but never funny. Right. Yes except like once in a while but yes and always gets you to a funnier place. Yeah. So you'll date girls where they'll be like like I had a situation recently I taped something that I hope will go on TV. Okay. Okay. This person came into the room backstage and we're like, I'm sitting there. It's an opinion driven thing. So if this happens, I'd like it to happen. We'll see. But it's an opinion driven show. And so I had notes out on all the subjects, you know, before we went on. Sure. This girl came in and we had never met before taping. I did the audition with someone else. But she came in and we started talking it up and she's like, she walked in, you could tell she was trying to out. Outdo you. Outdo everyone in the room. Everyone, there were okay. multiple people in the room. She's coming in with hot takes, hot opinions. No no way for empathizing with the other side. At one point, someone was talking about bra- telling their, so, someone broke up with their girlfriend and their friends didn't tell them. And I, and I said to the room, I was like, I don't tell people about their ex-girlfriend's the same way I don't tell people that they gained weight. Like I, you know, I was like, yeah. I gotta wait until it's unhealthy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that was the thing I said That's to the room. Funny. funny, and from her, I was like, I tell my friend that they gained weight. Yeah. And I was like, really? <laughs> you know, like I was like, really? She's like, I told my friend one day he got thick. And I was like, thick. I was like, that's not a nicer way to put. You know, like, like y'all, I, are y'all still friends? Yeah. When I, she was like, he, and then he lost weight because I told him. And I was like. Maybe I I don't know I go I still don't think like I I was like I just wouldn't that's a tough thing to say to someone and she was very skinny mm-hmm. and I said well maybe because you've never dealt with weight stuff that you don't really empathize is what I said and, and what she said it was just this weirdness and also she didn't know I was a comic like I didn't really like, come in like comedian Jared Free you know like I was right. just like hey what's up and I'm looking at notes so I'm kind of like staying quiet the whole time then we go to tape and as we're about to tape. The director's like, hey, everybody, just relax a little. Everyone looks a little tense on camera, which is cool. And I go, and he goes, even our comedian looks tense. And he said it to me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, I'll, be, I'll, I'll be okay. And then she looks at me. She goes, this is right before the camera's about to go. And she goes, you're funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a fun person to go and tape something with. Oh, my God. She's an asshole. It, this is what I'm saying. Yeah. So I'm saying she came in with this attitude of, I got to out funny or out do everybody do everyone in this room. And yeah. this guy's biggest mistake would be to come at this dude to try and go over him. Yeah. Play with him. Oh, it's going to be right. pinpricks with this guy. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. it's not even like pinpricks. It's, I think more, it's just like dance with this dude. Oh. Yeah, you should dance yeah. with him, play his game because this, and we did the test episode. It went fine. I think it went well, but I did before we went on. I said, if this is the person that I'd have to do this with, I would have to say to them, I would, like, my strat, my next move would be to befriend this girl, not outdo yeah. her. Because I didn't feel good about our thing. Like, you know, we had some good banter, but it was because I kept feeling like I had, you know, she was trying to come over me 
with every opinion I had, it was mine was the worst opinion you could have. Let her be your Skip Bayless. This is well. This is what it. This is what it became. Like, yeah. you know, I love PTI. Part of the interruption because yeah. Tony and Mike love each other. They love each other. Yeah, you can. That's the reason it's a great show. Mm-hmm. Skip and um, Stephen A. They did have a respect for each other, but now you see Stephen A. with the new guy, Kellerman. and you're like, I don't know if this works. It just doesn't seem like they like had it. They just got placed together. Yeah. So if I was to go back with this girl, I'd be like, let's go get drunk. Mm-hmm. Let's go have fun. Let's understand the only way we're successful is together. Right. Not jumping over each other and giving me a dirty look because I made a joke. You have to play with each other, and you're. Yeah. It's like definitely like that. That the guy in the in the email. I think he has to be confident. Be a little more confident in himself because yes. he knows he knows he can do the job. Yeah. So when it comes time for him to get the ball. I hate to use time you get the rock, man. Just fucking, just fucking show yourself, man. But also, show what you can do. Yes, but, and this guy. Yeah, yeah. Give him the totally like even when he's wrong, like if he's joking around, totally and this. Maybe you'll yeah. get the flat fly. Yeah. But I'm saying going against him won't work in the same way it doesn't work in dating mm-hmm. anything. If you just come in happy to be there, happy to have the conversation with him, and go into a different place, it's gonna work out. And he has to be more aggressive. I kn- I know what yeah. that's like because I think like being a performer, there's sort of like this. I don't know what if you experience this too, but it's sort of like this um, Clark Kent Superman type thing mm-hmm. where it's like. Yeah, when I'm on stage, I'm going to be funny, or if I'm acting, yeah. I'm going to be on. Totally. But like, then there's just like the switch. It's just like, okay, now I'm I'm chilling. I'm at. I want to relax. I want to relax. I want to hang. So, it's it, and then sometimes in real life, and like you, you have to. I just just be a little more aware. Like I need to. I kind of need to change this about myself. Yeah. I need to, I need to be a little more assertive in. There are times the I, I do notice what you're talking about. Like where sometimes. You're like, oh, I need to be staged me a little bit now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like I, it, yeah. I have to like put on a smile and look this person in the eye and be happy to be in this conversation. Yeah. Whereas 90% of the time you just want, you know, the whole idea of resting bitch face is like, uh, is a lie. Yeah. That's just the most comfortable position for your face. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, like Shakespeare said, all the world's a stage and all the men and women merely players. So we're all performing to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. But I think he has to have that heightened awareness where he knows. Oh, maybe I, I, I'm, I'm a little too. I need to be better yeah. in these situations. Not necessarily like I gotta like, like slit this but, guy's throat. But, but, I, but happier to be in that yeah. situation. Don't be. Oh, uh, here comes big, big, big personality guy. Yeah. He'll be like, hey, let's see how we can play. Yeah. You know, let's be up for that challenge. Because yeah, cl- totally closed mouths don't get fed. No. So he's gotta, he's gotta, he's gotta step it up. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. We're ad heavy today. Which is yeah. good. Well, yeah, the show's doing well. The show's doing People well. People want on board. But I've gotten a lot of response. This guy, these Harry's has been around with us for a long time. They actually started sponsoring uh, old mandatory Samson. Oh, too, look so. at that. Every yeah. Friday here on the Labs Network. Um, Harry's, but I get a lot of people that like respond to me with the stuff they bought from them, okay. which is very cool. I went to camp with the guy that started this company. Oh, wow. It's crazy. Okay. And the, I went to camp with Jeff. It's crazy. He's blowing up. Jeff and Andy, two ordinary guys, were fed up with getting ripped off. Started Harry's to fix shaving. Harry's knew that there was only one way to ensure quality, so they bought their own blade factory. They take less profits and sell directly to you over the internet. Harry's offered their blades at half the price. $2 a blade compared to four or more you'll pay at the drugstore. It's crazy how if you you haven't done this yet, you're an idiot. 
<laughs> like, like, like they're giving the Harry's is so confident you're gonna love their blades. They'll give you their trial set for free. I have the razors. I love them. It's I have the 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 post shave bomb and all that stuff. Other shaving cream. It's good quality stuff, and it's delivered right to you. You don't want to have to go to the oh shit. I have no razors. It's there. Three dollars. So all you need to do is cover the three dollars shipping. So your free trial set includes a weighted ergonomic razor handle, five precision engineered blades with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel, and a travel blade cover that's a $13 value for you to try. Stop messing around and get started shaving with Harry's today by claiming your free trial offer, $13 value for free. Just cover the shipping. To get your free trial set, including a razor handle, five blade cartridge, and shave gel, go to harrys.com slash jtrain. harrys.com slash jtrain harrys.com slash jtrain right now that's harrys.com slash jtrain so you get a free trial set for three bucks cover the shipping boom chris lamberth this is fantastic yeah this is this, i had a blast man Dude, I'm glad you're we great. did it it's a good man. talk yeah. i feel like we got a lot of stuff out there Absolutely. Like, yeah. at chris lamberth on twitter and instagram chris lamberth.com the mundane festival podcast is his podcast you should all go subscribe on itunes and all wherever you use it and if you got the Laughable app, you can find every episode. You ever hear the Laughable app? I don't have a. I have a Droid. So they're, not, they're not on Droid yet, but they're no. going to get there. Yeah, but I've heard about it. I heard it's great. It's great. You can lo- you can subscribe to people okay. on the Laughable app, so they could be like, "Hey, I love Chris on J Train podcast." Anytime you're on a podcast, it'll come up. Wow, that's crazy. So, Laughable app, go download it right now, and you're going to love it. So, um, we're going to do. We could do one hypothetical. Yeah, right? why don't we just do it now? Let's yeah. just do it now. Mansamp sure. coming on at Mansamp on Twitter and Instagram. Mandatory Samson Podcast is every Friday here on the Labs Network. I like uh, this one's a work one. Jared Galleria of Jewelry. I'm stretching out my 743 mile feather from South Carolina all the way to Stand Up New York Labs and that, to that oh so sensitive tickle spot right between your nuts. Real thank you for this amazing podcast. It's great. Thank you, man. Fuck Mary Kill. Mm, okay. I love a fuck Mary Kill. Breakfast edition. Oh. oh. Sausage bacon ham. <whistles> Keep this in mind. If you kill it, it's gone forever. If you fuck it, it's your guilty secret you can only have on the slightest occasion. If you marry it, then your breakfast meat is locked down for life. Mm, okay. <laughs> Stage has been set. He says, I personally marry ham, fuck sausage. Kill bacon. It's overrated in parentheses. Right. What say you train the 888 and lovely guest? <laughs> I would kill the bacon. Kill the bacon. Kill the bacon. Uh, fuck the fuck the no. Kill kill the bacon. Okay. Uh, marry, so marry bacon's the, gone from your life. Bacon's gone forever. Okay. Uh, marry the sausage. And, Marry the sausage and uh, fuck the ham, because like ham is good. Like ham. Marry the sausage and fuck ham. Yeah, because ham special occasions like Thanksgiving, Easter. Mm. You know, it's like you get a nice honey baked ham. Interesting. You know? I like the I like the answer because I have thoughts. But go man, Sam. Here's the situation I've been having. So I'll get a, a you know you get I'll get like a lumberjack. It's called from like a, a diner by my apartment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Comes with ham, bacon, sausage, all of it, and eggs. Right. So I get wow. sunny side up eggs. Put it over the ham. You oh, that, you get that's the, a nice the juice thing. runs down. Delicious. Mm. But I think I'm going to have to kill the ham, marry the bacon, fuck the sausage. Okay. I think this is like a big... Uh, see, I this it's funny that you marry ham. 
Because as a Jew, I, you can't eat. But yeah. I, I can eat. I eat ham. I eat bacon. I eat all these things. But I don't have the the holiday familial with the ham with the ham because we that's not just something that we have at Passover. Like brisket is something that we have at like all yeah. the holidays. So you're like, yeah. I love brisket because it brings me back to a comforting moment. In the African American community, uh, <laughs> I had a I had a question actually about in the African, but go on. It's like the swine, you really ham is like you really can't be eating it all the time because you it gets it you like runs your blood pressure up and shit. Okay, but I, it's funny story you mentioned being Jewish. Uh, I I used to work at a, a theater camp in Skokie, Illinois. That's uh, where Lisa Traeger's from. I, I know Lisa, but not enough that we, we haven't talked about Skokie yet. Okay. But I, I worked for the Skokie Park District, and I used to, I was a counselor. I ran to like a theater camp, and yeah. we'd be eating our lunch, and a lot of these kids were kosher. Yeah. And I had a ham and cheese sandwich, and you're not supposed to mix the- I mean, milk and meat, and you're having the one meat they can't have. Yeah. Exactly. That's a, a, and, that's a, a nuclear bomb you're holding. <laughs> and so I was, I was eating my ham and cheese sandwich, and one kid was like- nasty i was like you're no it's not you don't even know you don't yeah, even know you don't even you know, don't even know. <laughs> yeah but, it's delicious yeah. it's like the most delicious yeah but i think like ham is just like kind of a it's become kind of a special occasion type thing because yeah. you try not to try not to eat it that much you know i i, I don't know it's but it's funny i it's I, good though i mean delicious what's better than you know anything i here's what i go i'm killing ham because mm-hmm. I just don't have the history with it. I yeah. don't have a history. Yeah. I'm fucking sausage uh, and I'm marrying bacon. And this is all goes down to at home, there's a bagel place at home. You get egg sandwiches. Mm-hmm. I would always get a bacon, egg, and cheese on an everything bagel. That was like their go to. Sometimes I'd switch it up and get a sausage, egg, and cheese yes. in yeah, this yeah. fuck scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I'd fuck a sausage every now and again growing up so this is like going back to that right. plus bacon seeps its way into so many things now yeah that like i'd hate to lose it yeah bacon wrapped things bacon wrapped and all that stuff so i'm fucking ba- bacon I'm, no i'm marrying bacon fucking sausage killing ham okay that's uh i this is i don't want this to come off as a bad question no, this you got it. Safe we, space. This is a safe space. Okay. We got we got to ask these questions. Right. Let, let me hear it first, though. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you don't yeah, know where yeah. I just moved to Harlem. There's okay. no pretzels at any of the bodegas in Harlem. Okay. Is Are that pretzels a- not an African American thing? I don't know. Like a bag of pretzels. It don't like 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 Utz pretzels. I don't. I don't even think this is about. What I'm talking yeah, about. like because you went to you went to you went to uh, Penn State. Yeah. Like oots, yeah, oots, oots, that's oots, like yeah, a, yeah, that's a, a big pretzel it's brand. Like a, so you just think like that's a normal thing being in this region. But um, I'm literally going to the bodega. And they don't have pretzels. I I had to search, and then they found me one bag. So it's <laughs> and I was that's like weird. And it, then, but then you see other chips. Like the other chip selection is like uh-huh. a selection I don't even know from. That's like, yeah. Like there's a million different types of plantains. <laughs> Well, I mean, I know. I'm just saying. I mean, I'm, Jared, new, to, I'm new to the area. I'm just saying. I'm like, I'm going in the store. Why are you guys on your stoops the whole time? I don't get it. Come on, you guys. The music. I. I it all sounds the same. I, I mean, love everything about the area. Yeah. And I'm such a fan of living there. And uh-huh. I, but I'm noticing. I go to these bodegas. They like they have bod- There's stuff in the bodegas. And I'm like, 
How's there no pretzel? That's weird. That, I think maybe you're going to have to make a pilgrimage to a Target <laughs> and then just stock up. It's stock weird because my, my dad worked in uh, uh, the grocery store industry for like 20 plus years. Okay. So I'm kind of familiar with like, you know, you just think about what most stores should have. Yes. And you would think like, yeah, you fucking have some but pretzels. this is also demographics and economics yeah. so you're like they don't like if no yeah. one's buying them we're not gonna get pretzels in the store but if everyone's but maybe people are buying so much that they run out like yeah. you know i don't know the thing about mm. it so you just don't think i think because i think in the northeast you would think that would be something that would i be, love pretzels but also yeah. you know then there's a difference between soft pretzel and like yeah the, you know the pretzel sticks i like those at my job we used to have a guy that was from philly and when he would come to the office he would bring in uh like soft pretzels that's from a big philly, philly thing yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and i yeah. love that that's why the the wawa yeah because uh, they have sheets. pretzels right wawa the, has a big philly pretzel yeah like selection I'm trying to think what like that's an that's interesting because you, interesting. you just Some, think in the Northeast that that would be something. Of course, that's... and then like you know I like pretzels with mustard. You know, like this right. is a yeah. whole thing. I'm just thinking off the top of my head. You know, they have those chewy like Chips Ahoy cookies, which are sort yeah. of like voodoo. Well, why yeah. can't they do that with pretzels? Wouldn't that be amazing? But like a bag oh. of soft pretzels like that. That's interesting. Okay, I'd love a yeah. well. We are always learning here on the J Train Podcast. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's something I learned today. Chris Lambert, thank you for coming on, man. This Thanks for having great. me. It's, it's so good to have you. I'm, uh, my, my pleasure, man. Too, this was a delight. Too long coming. At Chris Lambert on Twitter and Instagram. ChrisLambert.com. Mundane Festival is the podcast. Go su- subscribe. Go support him. He's fantastic. Uh, Mansamp, thank you for coming on. Thanks, dude. At Mansamp on Twitter and Instagram. Mandatory Samson Podcast. Every Friday here on the Stand of New York Labs Network. I'm Jared Free. I'm here every Tuesday and Friday. Uh, keep telling your friends. Keep supporting this podcast. I'm at JTrain56 on all platforms except for Instagram, where I'm at Jared Freed. Uh, and we'll be back next week. Boom. This has been a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. And find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom. Boom.